Welcome to ISO The Buns Podcast. What's going on, guys? Um, I don't know what to talk about this week, really. I'm uh, trading a bottle of wine for a Japan Droids record, so that'll be pretty sweet. I just today saw Get Out, the Jordan Peele directed and written movie. Uh, horror movie, I guess. It uh, it still has me pretty freaked out. I don't really know what to say about it, but I suggest that everyone should just go watch it. It's definitely thought-provoking, to say the least. Crazy movie, but good. How was your week, guys? Callie and I uh, spent a lot of time talking about the Grib post. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but uh, apparently it's gone from the... Bun's trading zone. If it isn't, I mean, let me know, but kind of weird. Anyway, time for this week in Buns. Welcome to This Week in Buns. Hi, Buns. My name is Koji. We haven't introduced ourselves in a while, so I feel like I should bring that back. <laughs> my, um, my name. I'm Callie B. Yeah, and uh, we are going to quickly recap... What happened this week in Buns? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, oh, yeah, go ahead. No, no, you can no, go, go first. No, you go, you go, you go. Do you have <laughs> updates for us? You usually um, start with updates. So. No, I don't actually have anything this week. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't have any updates, but I do have some Buns miracles. <gasps> go on. So, Eva posted in the main zone that a friend just scored an apartment after many months in a shelter after immigrating to Canada. However, she is very tiny. She has a very tiny income and nothing in her place other than a dresser. She wants to get out of the shelter ASAP. So the sooner we can get the basics together, the better. So what they needed was a mattress, uh, towels, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Like literally everything for an apartment. <laughs> right. Like a huge list. Uh, meet in the West End for bigger items or along the Young Bloor lines for smaller items by TTC. Thank you. So there's an edit to this that says, you guys have pulled through. I'm so overwhelmed with love and faith in how we can come together as a community. My inbox and my heart is full. So good on you, Buns. They've arranged a mattress, a bed, sheets, pillows, duvet, cups, utensils, dishware, towels, lamps, mirrors, curtains, feminine products, detergent, uh etc etc but th they still need more yeah yeah exactly oils basics for a kitchen toilet paper please pm me if you have these uh, as it is hard to manage the thread but good yeah. on you guys for putting this Honestly, together like anything uh that so head over to this post i promise i'll post the links this week i'm really sorry i suck um head over to this post and check out the list of the original isos and then the ones they have already see if you have anything that they don't have yet um, in trade, she's offering uh, services like cleaning your house, organizing your stuff, or babysitting your kid, writing your papers, or editing your work. Um, those are great services. Those uh, are great services. And that's kind of amazing. Um, so if you have stuff that you just want to get rid of, if you like need someone to watch your kid <laughs> like for an afternoon and you trust them with uh, uh, Eva... Eva? Eva? I'm not sure. Um, I, I said Eva. I'm not sure either. Or if you need someone to like help you organize or whatever, like that's a pretty great trade to be, to be honest. Yeah. I'd be into it if I was yeah. in Toronto. Okay. Um, well, 
Okay, wait, uh, I've got I, another miracle. Oh, okay, so do I, but you go first. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, okay. I wasn't sure if you had one or not, so you go You go ahead. Well, I mean, it's not like a... It's not quite as a miracle as finding an entire house source of stuff, but right. uh, William posted that he had found the birth certificate of somebody blowing around on the sidewalk at Danforth and Woodbine. Um, if anyone has ever lost a birth certificate... I haven't, thank God. Um, but even just getting your IDs like, or a passport is like a pain in the butt to get them. Mm -hmm. um, I, I hear birth certificates are one of the hardest things. Uh, and dealing with the government at all is always super annoying. Uh, so I thought it was really nice that they posted this. Um, people were bumping it, and then somebody found probably his Facebook. I'm not sure if it ended up being his Facebook or if it's just someone with the same name. Uh, but the update on this was that the owner is located, and they're just working out a time to meet up. So uh, I thought that was that was it's like a mini miracle. That's pretty good. Yeah, no, I appreciate that because uh, the next miracle that I have is also a mini miracle. Uh, Camilla posts that buns. This may be a crazy request, but I'm absolutely desperate. ISO Wednesday, March eighth. Now, of course, that's passed. I need to watch Survivor starting at eight p.m. <laughs> though I'd like to arrive early. Basically, I need your TV for an hour. And mu it must have global slash basic cable. I have nine bags of popcorn to trade. <laughs> nice. Well good times and a shared joint. Oh, and I can make you a mala bread necklace. Mala bead necklace. I can't read. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, um, get a grip, Koji. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, but the edit there is I found a location to watch Survivor. This is truly a miracle. Amazing. That's really funny. That's that's hilarious. Uh, I like that a lot. Um, do I have any other miracles? I think that might be. Oh, you know what actually was really nice too um, yeah. was that shitty graffiti fiasco. So sis posted in the main trading zone um, suicide trigger warning because there was an really terrible graffiti on this bridge. Um, I don't remember where it is. I don't know if it says on here. It must say somewhere where this bridge is. But anyway, what the post says is some dumb piece of shit thinks they're edgy. If you're nearby, please scratch this shit out, buff it, get rid of it, paint over it. I don't care. I just watched someone kill themselves by jumping off this bridge earlier this year and saw the full aftermath down below. I needed to get home and work on my thesis, but if this isn't done by gone by tomorrow, I'll do it myself. If I see the stupid prick who did this, I will wring their skinny neck. Um, nice bonus. The person left their shitty tag right beside where the lady jumped, where there's still ribbons like as a memorial, which is so shitty. So somebody wrote kill yourself on this bridge where somebody actually jumped from last year, which is terrible. Um, but everyone kind of rallied around this post and like thanked the person for posting it so that somebody could go take care of it. Um, somebody posted an update. I think it was the, was it the next day? Yeah, it was the next day. Somebody posted an update. Somebody had written don't in gold Sharpie above don't kill yourself. And then somebody else went and tried to use, this was like many different buns like contributing to this. So there was don't right. kill yourself. Uh, somebody went with hand sanitizer uh, to take it off and managed to get off uh, kill, but ran out of hand sanitizer. So it just said yourself for a while. And then they actually 
printed out a piece of paper and taped it up above it and it said you are a beautiful unique special individual (laughs) and but it still said yourself and then somebody else posted an update later that same day um that update it's gone good job buns or 311 if somebody had like called 311 this person just went and saw it and wasn't sure if it was a bun that did it or not there was a good tip on this somebody said um, if you have something with certain essential oils, especially like eucalyptus, it works really well at taking off permanent pen. So in the future, oh, if you run out of hand sanitizer, you could always do that. Um, but I kind of, I liked watching this post unfold and seeing everybody like <laughs> take turns slowly removing it. So it's gone now, which is great. Um, buns to the rescue. Nice. Well, speaking of buns, miracles and buns to the rescue. I know you saw this post. Jeffrey posts, first world problem solved. Uh, It is a product designed by him, seeing if there is any interest. And essentially what it is, is I believe a 3D printed, but it may or may not be 3D printed. No, it is. It is because he he actually attached, uh, he's open sourced the design and you can download it. Ah, it is called the poop shelf. And what it is, is a toilet paper dispenser with a little ledge on top of it for you to rest your phone while pooping. It's amazing. Like, I totally, I actually, my brother has a 3D printer and I might like, <laughs> like get him to make me one of these. They're great. It's super yeah. clever. Yeah. There's a, even an Indiegogo for it. I almost want to sign up. It's only 10 bucks. <clears throat> oh, really? Cool. Yeah. I mean, he did also offer in the, in the comments, um, he said that he can print them for you for two tokens each. So that's only like six, seven bucks um, if you want to do a trade with this guy. Um, otherwise, if you have a 3D printer or if you have a library card, because the library in Toronto, you can actually like take a course there and learn how to use their 3D printers and then use them to print whatever you want. And you just like pay for the materials, which is Yeah. Cool. So actually, look out for Bun Andrew O'Mara, uh, who better known as uh, the wizard guy or uh, you know I guess maybe admin or something of the Buns VHS sewer because he actually works for the library in the uh, innovations department and is a big time 3D printer. Oh sweet. Yeah, That's yeah. amazing. Well get one of these. All right um, well what do you got speaking, for us? Actually speaking of bathrooms Kind of, actually. I guess it's for a kitchen, technically. Um, But Vanessa is ISO pennies. Um, She specifically wants Canadian pennies. Because I was like, I commented on the post and I was like, I am in America and they still use pennies here. Like, I could get you a bunch and bring them back. And she was like, no, I want Canadian ones, which are hard to find now. Um, She wants to retile her kitchen with pennies. Um, I originally thought it was going to be her bathroom, but I think she mentioned in the comments somewhere... But literally, like so many people are posting on this. She's already getting a bunch of pennies. But guys, she needs a lot of pennies if she's doing an entire kitchen. So if you have a jar of pennies hanging out somewhere at home or even like a small bag, like somebody even just has like a fist size bag that they're going to trade her. She needs any pennies that you have. Mm -hmm. Uh, So this is an ISO post. Um, If you have pennies laying around at home, hit up Vanessa on the main trading zone and trade them to her. 
I thought there was no money in the zone. Well, I mean... I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're obnoxious. I'm sure somebody fucking commented that on this post. Yeah, probably. <laughs> There's always one guy. So I got a weird food item. Did we talk about the mayo last week? No. Okay. Last week's food item was uh, Nutella. Aaron posts, <laughs> Today I have for you four liters... Ugh. Today I have for you four liters of mayo. That's disgusting. This was a confusing <laughs> gift that I don't yes. think the giver intended to give as a gag. I don't know. ISO, what? veggies, white wine, oddities. And then there's an edit to the post that says, discreet DMs welcome. Ew. <laughs> so, what are you doing with four liters of mayonnaise? That's so gross. I'm glad I didn't see this post. Is, are there comments on this? Like, do people oh, want it? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And there, it's uh, it's Hellman's, too. So Oh, so it's, like, high quality. That's Pe- like a restaurant. Like, trade that to a restaurant. Like, find a sandwich shop somewhere. Give them the mayonnaise. <laughs> there's, <laughs> there's just a lot of mayo-based discussions here. Um, and as of March 6th, it was still available. March I need. 6th. You're going to have to send me the link to this. Uh, so a I can put it up in the podcast zone, um, but also because I need to see what people are saying in the comments that they're going to do with that much mayonnaise. It's disgusting, yeah, yeah. And intriguing. Um, speaking of not food, um, but posts that are usually, um, I mean, you know, it's funny, like we always have like weird shit and buns and there's certain things that are always like very controversial. And mm-hmm. one of those things is beer cups. And usually it's controversial because usually they're like lightly used. It's like someone's like, I tried it once and I didn't like it. Somebody take right. it. And then everyone freaks out uh, and tries to police what other people are putting in their bodies. Uh, and this one was actually a really nice, it's like probably the nicest diva cup post to ever be on buns. Um, to be fair, it is a sealed diva cup, but somebody uh, got one and couldn't use it anymore because she got an IUD. Uh, and uh, this basically just turned into kind of an amazing lady talk time, or not even, uh, excuse me, not a lady talk time, a people who have periods talk time because Mm -hmm. uh, trans people exist. So excuse me saying ladies, however. um, But yeah, so it actually just turned into like an amazing discussion of alternative menstrual products and people giving each other advice. And it was actually really nice to see because usually anytime there's a diva cup on buns it's like insanity drama time oh yeah it can get pretty uh pretty out it of hand with those very, very heated yeah um did you see all the shoes no i feel what like you should get some of these shoes there are like a million shoes okay so omri posted on the main zone hey casual sneaker loving buns posting these again because i don't remember the first one but okay i'm posting these again because spring is around the corner I've got a warehouse full of shoes. Bracket, oh, I did long see, story. Yes, I did see that. And I need the space for my other business. Another long story. I've got so many done it phantom suede, brand new, full size runs, 
male 7 to 13 sizes and female 5 to 10 sizes, more color varieties than I can display, no energy to do it properly, etc. Any questions, DM me. If you see the color you like in the photo, I definitely have the size you need. ISO, booze, gift cards, but will consider anything really. Give me an offer or shoot me your buns account. The update on this is please bear with me as I'm drowning in DMs, but considering that this person has an entire warehouse of shoes, um, I think probably there are some left. There are like 55 comments on this, but... Yeah, it's pretty wild. I actually, I mean, I own a shit ton of shoes already, but when I initially saw the post, I was like, yeah, maybe. And then I realized like, nah, my girlfriend would kill me. (laughs) So I didn't. They're kind of cool. Yeah, for sure. There are some good colorways. Um, So if you guys need shoes, I'm pretty sure he probably still has some if there's an entire entire warehouse full. That's crazy. I want to know why he has an entire warehouse full of shoes. Yeah, that's the real I mystery. Want that long story. Exactly. That's the real mystery in this whole thing is Maybe you should interview him. Where do they all come from? Maybe I should. <laughs> but speaking of shoes, Evan Davis posts a holiday bucket. What? One a pair. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, I'm about to tell you all about it. Go. <laughs> one pair of performance Dollarama flip-flops, one bottle of Jamaican-style ginger ale, one jar of no-name stuffed Ma- manzanilla olives mm-hmm, with pimento mm-hmm. paste mm-hmm. and a single carnation sent down to you from my third floor third floor balcony in an ice bucket on a rope <laughs> iso you put into the bucket a drawing of yourself to enjoy these items honor That's system really funny honor system i love it yeah. Uh, oh man, I always saw that shit in cartoons and I always wanted to do that. Like lower stuff off a balcony in a bucket <laughs> and get something back. Like why did that happen in cartoons so much? Well, there's actually an offer from somebody named Ooh. Sundance that says, I will trade you two gribs. <laughs> Should we maybe cover, we've been, we've, that's the second grib joke now and we haven't actually talked about gribs. Yeah, let's, let's do it. You t- okay. Tell me all about it. So there was this post. Um, that appears to be gone now. Uh, it was posted. I actually don't know. This doesn't have the date on it. All I have left of this post is sweet memories and a screen, a single screenshot. So somebody posted on the main trading zone um, a very typical Facebook group flounce, uh, which is some people also call it a hair flip. It's when you're like, "This group sucks. I'm leaving. You're all the worst. Bye." And you like post a post just to tell people that you think they suck and you're leaving the group instead of just leaving the group. So somebody did this and it says, quote, I am leaving this group because a lot of you in here need to, all caps, get a grip. Stop being so fucking sensitive. So weird. It must have been like an uh, like a like a cell phone autocorrect because B and P are nowhere near each other. This should say get a grip, but it says grib like G R I B, and this one innocent autocorrect resulted in spurned a movement. Thousands, like over th- over a thousand comments, uh, like g- grib jokes. It turned into 
if I remember correctly, because the post seems to be gone and I cannot find it. If you, for some reason, took screenshots of this post, please email them to Koji at buns.com. Uh, <laughs> I actually don't have them anymore. I actually have some screenshots. Uh, really? From from uh, our little Buns HQ chat sesh. So I might be able to pull those up. Well, so I can't like read off to you any of the actual quotes, but it was like, People were taking song title or not song titles, but like song lyrics and replacing it, the words with grib, especially best if it was kind of a pun and there was a word that sounded like grib in it. Um, and they were really hilarious. I honestly like cannot for the life of me remember a single one right now because I was, there was a lot of memes, too. Yeah, there were a lot of memes. Well, people started making memes. It originally was just people typing out stuff because I think it was happening like really quickly and then like halfway down the thread it turned into people were making memes and then posting like the image reactions with grib on it and there were some really funny ones and I didn't even I did not expect it to not be there anymore I've tried searching for the person's name and even just the word grib in the trading zone and nothing comes up anymore so I think it's gone I just have no idea how it would have even disappeared because the person who originally posted it isn't part of the group anymore. How would they? I know. I I don't know. Like maybe someone decided that it had got it had like gotten out of hand. Crazy. But it's gone. Maybe the internet just scrubbed it, scrubbed it from existence forever. Well, um, another really popular post on Buns this week, and I think everyone and their neighbor tagged everyone else and that other person's neighbor in it was the uh, Maxwell had posted Fraggle Infestation, Name Your Trade. And it was a bunch of Fraggle Rock puppets. I did not even see this. Oh, yeah. Why was I not tagged? (laughs) Uh, I was like, I mean, they must have been gone in like five seconds. But, uh, you know, I know I would have taken them and a lot of other people would have taken them. So here you go. Oh, most of the tagging is gone. I don't know what happened to this thread. What is happening? Is Facebook just imploding and erasing everything on it? Oh, this is amazing. It's all like Fraggle Rock stuffed animals. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what happened to uh, all the comments that were there earlier. But anyway, if you like Fraggle Rock, and I know that you do, check out this thread. Well, okay. So there was another... I actually should have mentioned this back when we were talking about the penny floor because it's very similar. Someone is ISO a lot of a thing because they're making a mosaic. It's exactly the same as penny floor and I probably should have just talked about them at the same time. Um, But Stephanie posted on the main zone, they're working on a large mosaic installation for a retail space and need all the mirrors and old CDs they can get. Um, they say name your trade if you have mirrors or CDs you want to get rid of and then they posted a picture of the mirror and CD mosaic and the CD one is actually super beautiful because CDs on the silver side just like reflected rainbows right um, if anyone remembers what CDs look like by this time Um, (laughs) and uh, so I think they're kind of just like in search of a lot of these so if you have like digitized your old CD collection and uh, like mine, it skips and you can't even listen to them anymore. Hit up Stephanie. She needs your stuff to make her art. Very cool. I actually saw this post. I really like there's examples of what she wants to do. So you can kind of. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I thought, yeah, I thought that was pictures of what she'd done so far, but maybe I'm wrong. 
Well, I no, thought I, that it was cool. I mean, yeah, it could be your progress. I'm just saying you can see oh, what, yeah. she's, what, she's, what she's getting yeah, at. Yeah, it's super pretty, especially the rainbow CD one is really cool. Um, okay, I only have one more post. Okay, what Do is it? Do you have anything else? Uh, no, no. Um, other than Gribs, which has disappeared because Facebook is a black hole, um, the other best thing that happened in my opinion but i'm super biased uh on funds this week was shannon posting the cats of tiny in on tiny furniture oh yeah so she's like buzzfeed just made my evening with this post and she links the post it's which the title of it is literally just a bunch of photos of cats sitting in tiny chairs and there's like two pictures of like kittens sitting in like really tiny but like big looking, like honey, I shrunk the chair chairs. And she was like, I have cats. They are currently sitting on normal sized furniture, which up until now I thought was sufficient, but clearly I'm a fool. Any bun holding furniture large enough to comfortably seat a cat yet small enough to never cease to charm me will trade all the things except for grib puns, wrong post. Um, And then there was a bunch of comments on here and like a bunch of people were suggesting... Uh, there's this specific Ikea bed. It's like, it's an Ikea doll bed that you get in like the kids section. And somebody even posted a picture of their cat on it. And she was like, oh, I have this best $20 I've ever spent. And it's a picture of her cat laying on this tiny bed. Um, and it's amazing. So, um, there's also like, uh, Ikea also has like a tiny, like a children's version of their bigger, like sort of outdoor armchairs that are sort of bouncy. Um, someone else posted a picture of cats in bunk beds, which is amazing. Um, someone else posted like a tiny chair that they just bought and it's them holding it. The chair is really, really small. She was like, I would kill for a tiny kitten to sit on this chair. Uh, it's a little too small for an actual cat, but if anyone has, I think she may go to Ikea and get that, um, that Ikea bed. But if you have like a small Chesterfield or like love seat that's like big enough for like an adult cat to hang out on um hit up shannon and then make her send me five thousand photos of her cat sitting in the tiny chair nice i'm sure they're so uh, cute if she ends up with some (laughs) photos will be posted on yeah uh, on the trade uh okay well i know that you you mentioned that you had a post from uh from our friend steven yeah that's actually my last one today um, so we've covered Steven on the podcast before. Um, yeah, he's in fact, a guest. yeah. And the, actually, um, so in this post, it was on buns on, uh, employment and entrepreneurial zone because that's one of the only zones that you can like post your services, like as an ad for your services and for money, all of the other buns groups are no cash. So Steven had posted, Um, And he put a screenshot up of somebody else's previous pet zone post um, saying how great he was at um, pet sitting for her. And that was posted last March. So like um, basically this guy doesn't have a home address and he just house and pet sits for people when they're on vacation. And he's been doing it for a really long time. Like he's been doing it. Um, he even says on this, like his post says, hey, Buns, for the last year, I've spent almost every single day and night caring for the pets of Toronto. Uh, he offers 100% reliable in-house pet sitting in your home for the low cost of $35 a day anywhere in Toronto proper. 
He's a freelance illustrator who works from his laptop, so he's there all day to give love, care, walks, attention to your fur babies, just as you would. He has plenty of references. He's, it even says on this, like, I've been interviewed about this too on CBC and the Bunce podcast, so shout out to us. Um, Pet selfies relayed every day if desired. (laughs) Um, So yeah, you can hit this guy up. He has really good references. Um, And yeah, we, uh, he's been on the podcast before. And People again, love this guy. He'll be on uh, soon. He actually wrote a book. Oh, cool. Yeah. Do you know who Dimitri Martin is? I do. The, stand- the stand-up comedian. So uh, Stephen actually wrote a book full of um, visual puns. And uh, we talk about uh, they're like kind of Dimitri Martin style jokes. And we talk about it on on the podcast, kind of promote cool. his new book. Uh so the one that really comes to mind right now is uh, it's a picture of light switches or a light switch. And uh, it says light switches 50% off. And then it shows a picture of a light switch in an on-off position. And 50% of the time it's a... Anyway, it's hard to explain. But uh, if you think about visually, you look at a light switch, mm-hmm. it either has to be on or off. Yes. So there's a 50-50 chance. But uh, if you like those sorts of puns, if you are a fan of uh, or a member of the pun zone, pun trading zone, zone, where I am one of the admins. Yeah, you should definitely check out his uh, his book um, and check out his interview. But it's funny that you mentioned that, actually, that he's uh, he's a house sitter by profession because uh, I was actually just messing around and I saw that Deanne posted on the buns group. Uh, I have what I hope to be as a great trade. Two months free rent in a nice apartment in the Bloor Osington mm. area in exchange for hanging out with my adorable pup. I did see that. I think I tagged a friend in that. <laughs> yeah. So, so if you're interested, it. send her a message, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, that might be perfect for uh, for our man Steven. Anyway, yeah. um, up. I don't really have any more posts. No, that's it for me for this you. week. I'm so sad that Gribbs is gone. Guys, if you yeah. have screenshots of Gribs, please, please email them. Yeah, Send and if you're me. if you're the admin who got rid of this, shame on you. Get a Grib. Get a Grib. It was right. literally like it was the new. It had reached like closing time level meme, like ultimate memeness. <laughs> if that's yeah. a thing, on the trading zone. I know it was crazy. It was like it was this year's closing time bandit. Yeah, I, I'd be willing to go that far. I mean, so far, we still have a lot of year left. We'll see. True. Anyway, uh, as it is getting late here and the clocks have moved ahead an hour. Oh, yeah. I will say to all of you, uh, until next week. Keep on bunsen. Peace. Too much shit in your apartment? Get rid of it today on the Buns app. Available in the App Store, Google Play Store, or online at buns.com. All right. So the interview this week is with my friend, Jonathan Deckel. He was a writer for Vice Magazine, a writer for the CBC, and now is off enjoying life. I last sat down with him while he was uh, still working for the CBC, but very recently uh, 
he's left for bigger things. I can't really say what those things are, but uh, enjoy the interview, guys. Yeah, I'm just uh, kicking some. <laughs> get nice and close. Plas- plastic around to, to the uh, to the microphone. All right, get right up in there. Yeah. Okay. All right. Hey, buns. I'm here with uh, a good friend of mine, Jonathan Deckel, who, uh, I mean, you spent some time as a writer. Very. You know what? I'm not even going to do the whole introduction. Why don't you tell me? Your history. I uh, spent some time as a writer. Hi, Koji, by the way. <laughs> hey. Uh, yeah, so I'm a, I'm a music journalist, an entertainment journalist. I've, uh, I've worked for several publications, including yeah. the uh, National Post and currently CBC. And uh, initially you were doing what at the CBC? Because I know that your roles recently changed. Yeah, uh, so originally I was writing for CBC Music, mm-hmm. the music division of CBC. Right. Uh, and now it also includes writing for Q Digital, which is kind of the new oh, cool. uh, extension of the uh, flagship arts and culture show. Well, before we get into all that, let's, let's rewind it for a sec. So Jonathan and I went to high school together. Way back in, uh, I don't know, the early 90s. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> maybe not that way back. But, yeah. uh, and we, actually, I'm going to tell an embarrassing story oh, before great. I move on from high <laughs> Fantastic. school. Fantastic. So you are now a professional writer, but there was a time that we took a writing class together. Oh, dear God. And uh, <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't go so well. Is, this is the stuff that you suppress and then you're like, you know, you try to erase from the internet so that no but, one will ever well, this is a, but look it up. I love this though because, <laughs> because it just kind of proves that like no matter what happens to you in high school, like you can just kind of come out the other end and then things are fine because you, I mean, we had a writing class together and uh, we both didn't finish so well in that <laughs> class, but here you are a writer. Yep. Right? So it doesn't really mean much. If anything, mostly to s- despite that class. Yeah. <laughs> so if our teacher is listening. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> you can take inspiration from, from basically anywhere. Exactly. So, okay, you finish high school and then what? And How then does one become a writer? So walk oh, well, me through it. I certainly it. didn't go the, uh, the usual path. Sure. Usually, you know, you go to university, you take a journalism class, you intern at some publication, and then you end up working there for several years. Uh... I, on the other hand, uh, decided to uh, move to Amsterdam. Well, my family moved to Amsterdam. Right. Um, and I started a music magazine out there. Oh, nice. Um, which ran for another 10 years, but I only left. I, I left after about three, I think. Okay. Uh, and then moved back to Toronto after a short stint in London. Um, then I ran a, uh, um, I guess, kind of like the magazine, like a national magazine that was free. It was glossy. Uh, it was called Gasoline. It was... Uh, oh, I remember it very well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it was owned by uh, the guy who owns the... Um, the publisher was the guy who owns the uh, Bovine in Toronto. Right. Um, so that was that was a learning experience. I think I was 21 and I was the editor of that, that magazine, which was pretty crazy. So for uh, anyone who doesn't know Gasoline, it, it was kind of like a now or exclaim or something like that, but it was more of a magazine than a newspaper. Yeah. Uh, but it, it was given out anywhere that you would get one of those other ones, and it kind of had similar 
content, Toronto-based. Yeah, it was more like a rock and roll lifestyle yeah. magazine. That was yeah. kind of the pitch. So we had, you know, rock and roll, had fashion shoots. We had, uh, we went on the road with bands. It was really, right. it so, was a really great thing to have at, at 21, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, well, but it sounds like you kind of made your own way there even b- before you started working for Gasoline because you had started your own thing. So... Uh, and you had done called it, Incendiary, by the way. You had done it's it for a horrible name to name a magazine in Holland. <laughs> <laughs> you had done it for a, a, a number of years, and you already had that credit on your resume, I guess, when you came back and you found this position. Yeah. So uh, there were a couple of years in between. I, I was freelancing, and uh, after Gasoline, which was only quarterly, so it only came out um, every three months, yeah. I guess. Uh, and so uh, there was some freelancing, and I started I started freelancing mostly for kind of a bigger online publications, AOL and MSN, stuff like that. Right. Um, and then at some point, I guess I kind of had to uh, settle down some capacity. Uh, so I, I got a job at, at, at National, at, at DOS, which is a division of Post Media. It's kind of like the the uh, youth, uh, like kind of around the same kind of I now right. uh, vibe for, you know, um, basically for Post Media. And then I guess you kind of worked your way up the rungs there. Yeah, and uh, went from Dose to Canada.com, and then eventually uh, National Post. I was the uh, online arts editor, and then the CBC, and then the CBC. Yes, uh, you know, I felt my national obligation and uh, <laughs> went with it. Nice. <laughs> You're actually the second uh, CBC interview that I've done for this show. Oh, it was the first one. We did uh, the host of uh, the podcast playlist. Oh. Um, Oh, I can't remember what her name is now. And and the producer. Okay. We're both on the show. I, I'm, I'm horrible. I'm sorry if you're listening. Uh, you deserve more recognition than that. Um, just uh, just cut, cut her name in. Yeah. <laughs> in, in a totally different voice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. So let's talk about, um, you know, you're working at the CBC and Q because I'm not too familiar with what that entails. I mean, I know Q as a show. Right. I mean that that has just started, so right. uh, literally last week. Um, so what what that entails is basically think of uh, the stuff that would be covered for the radio, and then right. kind of, if not at least enhancing what the radio would be, at, at least kind of covering the same thing. So uh, I don't know when this will air, right. but, uh, or uh, or will, will be available, but. Uh, this week, for example, I'm interviewing yeah. the guy who uh, who did the "This Is Fine" cartoon. Okay, do you know that? Do you know what I'm talking about the dog? Yeah, yeah. Like, so like, so that's something that like might be a bit harder to do on the radio because it's a visual yeah. thing. So and you want to have the accompaniment of that with the article and exactly right. Uh, and then we also do things like if we'll have like so like Ti came in the other week. Yeah. So like we'll we'll get a couple minutes with him afterwards and we'll do something a bit more fun. Yeah. Uh, okay. So just just so a little bit of that. A, a, a little bit of an augmentation to the show and a little extra content and then there's some some of its own kind of online only content because it wouldn't really work on radio. Exactly. Perfect. Well, I know that you've got some some pretty interesting interview stories. Uh you were on my other podcast a little while ago. You got to love it and you told us a pretty good Jack White story. Why don't you regale us with some sort of tale? Um, in your interview lifestyle, because I know that you've uh, you've had the pleasure of interviewing uh, some pretty some pretty pretty heavy hitters. Yeah. Uh, hmm. I don't know what. Uh... Well, my favorite's always 
regardless of who's interviewing, right, uh, is Noel Gallagher. Well, so he's the best of the best. Uh, I, I've never met, talked to, or seen anyone that's actually enjoyed interviews more than that man. Uh, right, which is great. I mean, it's something that just never, ever happens. Uh, he always manages to spit something out in a very hilarious, you know, little soundbite or whatever. It, it, he makes perfect headlines. Yeah, yeah, you know? for sure. He, he, I mean, I think I wrote this when I did uh, my second, I guess, interview with him for yeah. the National Post. He just, he works, it's essentially, he's like, he's a stand-up comedian. Like, he works yeah. on his material. You can read it in different interviews, like how he's kind of like really? shaping the jokes to kind of work a bit better. And then... By the time they get to you, he's already really, like really refined them to, well, to the point where it's like. I guess sharp. it's because so many people ask similar questions that he's able to like craft witty responses sure. to those questions. Sure, sure. Um, I think he's also just like that is he, he, all his life. He's had to kind of like be the witty guy because he was smaller and um, and then he was kind of like I guess. I don't know if it's smarter is the right word, but like he, you know, he wasn't like his brother where he was like like fists first kind right. of like yeah yeah. Um, he didn't have the the bravado, although he has a lot of bravado. Right. Um, so uh, so yeah, I think I, I think probably my most famous one was was w- interview with him was Brexit. He he said that uh, something along the lines of like uh, you know that why why would we trust the the people there. They're dumb as I don't know if I can swear on this. Yeah, you can never yeah, swear. Like, on I think he said like, "Why would you trust the British people? They're dumb as pig shit." And he was the only one that that basically predicted right Brexit. And so he he said that to me, and then that got picked up by Newsweek, and it That's was awesome. it was kind of like crazy. But he's just so funny. Being on the phone with him is just really really enjoyable in a way that mostly when you talk, speak with you know quote unquote artists, right. they're very much like artists. You know, capital A artists. They don't really want to talk too much about their art or they're very obsessed with themselves and he just enjoys having conversations. Yeah, he about, likes the process of yeah, the interview. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, okay. Well, what's your most memorable, you think bad, good or, or otherwise? Steph, you're putting me on the spot. Yeah. Um, first one that comes to mind. I always, you know, Jack White, the first one was really always good. I know that that, well, that was the thing that's, that's my go-to just because it was, it was such an interesting conversation. You rarely get to speak to someone who um, is trying to create a movement, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, even if they don't actually succeed, there's create, there's like a movement within within their minds. Right. Um, I think him, Damon Albarn um, from Ooh. Blur, yeah. uh, which is kind of like, he's very hit and miss as an interviewer. Mm-hmm. He... Uh, as an interview subject, either he likes you and then he'll open up, or he is not in the mood and he will sh- he will just shut down. Yeah. So and um, how did yours go? So the first one uh, I've interviewed a couple of times. The first one was for the Gorillas album, I think. Yeah. Uh, and I had seen Blur at uh, Glastonbury, mm-hmm. and so I opened the conversation by telling him, you know, like I saw that show and it was it was one of my favorite shows. There was a really nice moment where. Uh, we were watching the show. I was watching the show, and I think uh, the Universal came on or something. Right. And where uh, they were played it or whatever. And then um, the woman in front of me fainted, and the and like the woman behind me flashed her. And so there was this great moment of like trying <laughs> to help someone while trying to kind of like still listen to music and try to cut like this yeah. like sensory overload. Right. But the show was really amazing, and and I don't know if you've ever get gotten the chance to watch the documentary. No, um, I haven't. I forget what it's called. Something along the lines of. Uh, I can't remember. No, no, it's not No Direction Home. It's something along those lines. Okay. Uh, anyway, so um, 
he cries on stage during the it's it basically follows them on their reunion tour yeah and he kind of cries on stage and that's kind of the the big moment and was that the show that you were at so that was the show i was at yeah the, uh, the glastonbury show and then so i said you know i was at that show and it was really it was really great for me it was one probably one of my favorite shows of all time and he's like man me too and and just like we really bonded oh, over that's our good. experience I, I thought it was gonna go the other way this story like <laughs> oh he just totally fucking shut down oh, okay yeah. Yeah, I mean, so that, you, that's happened too. I mean, there's a like, yeah. and, and that's good. Like Pharrell, for example, just yeah. sometimes just didn't want to be there. Yeah, and so as an interviewer, your your job, or at least I've found my job, is to just go at him. Yeah, you know, like there was a song on I forget which NERD album I was interviewing him for, but he was just like he was just in no mood, mm-hmm. and I was just like, well, can you explain to me why you ripped off? this song for this song and this yeah. song he's like you, you say what now and it just kind of like broke him out of the thing and then we had a really good interview but sometimes yeah. you just kind of have to attack that's interesting i mean i i haven't done this long enough to know all the little styles but i'm gonna keep that in the back of my mind if yeah. anyone's ever super quiet i'll just i'll just go after him <laughs> so you and uh, you and damon all a uh, uh bad high school experience for them <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you and Damon Albarn uh, bonded, and then the interview went really well. I guess and the interview went really uh, super well. Um, I think part of uh, what makes uh, me, I guess, good at, at my job is kind yeah. of understanding how, because for the most part, I've, uh, I've, aside from that, um, aside from gasoline, I've worked only online. Yeah. Or at least, even if it was for. Uh, like newspaper, it was still, you were still more or less measured by the online metrics. So right. I have a pretty good understanding of what works online. Yeah. Um, and so when I do interviews, I tend to tr- try to make it conversational, but still have a good understanding of, of what, what would basically sell. Mm-hmm. And he was really good at uh, naturally getting to those points, which, which oh, is, good. you know, but so between him and Noel, like, you know, you can see why that, I wonder that if was it's a British thing, thing for you for the UK. Yeah, I think the UK is is built up on those quotes on the like you right. know uh, where where Noel said that he want, he wished he had you know cancer and die or something like that. Yeah. Thank you so much. What do you think of the new girl song? I don't like it. Yeah, me either. <laughs> I feel like that's an unpopular thing to say, but like I don't like. And people are like, "What are you crazy? It's genius." And I'm like, "I don't I don't know if the it's, subject matter is yeah. so deep." Like I don't. I don't know if it's all that genius. <laughs> I mean, maybe, uh, whatever. It doesn't feel like a song to me. Yeah, but we don't. We don't need to. We don't need to get into that. <laughs> Although the last album I thought was was really really good, um, Plastic Beach. Yeah, yeah. That was. I think that was an amazing album. You I know, mean, Bobby I, Womack's Last Stand, right? I'm not gonna judge this record based on that song. I just, you know. Yeah, as a lead single, it's. It's a bit dry. <sighs> but I, they're known for for being kind of drastic from album to album because sure. like you hear a song and you're like oh where's Dell?" you know and <laughs> yeah, then, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah who knows who knows uh, okay so uh, when you're not interviewing people what do you like to do I know that you're from Toronto you lived at uh, I won't say exactly where but you lived at college and uh, college Bath- and Bathurst, Bathurst yeah, I guess yeah, I was yeah. going to say Spadina Bathurst yeah, and uh, Bathurst. so what are your, some of your favorite spots in the city uh, to just just for hanging in general, like eating, hanging, whatever. Uh, I mean, I can speak to to, to my hood. Uh, sure, maybe. Um, so there's this uh, this really really cute, I guess, like date spot for lack of a better term, mm-hmm. called the Walton. I don't know if you have you been there. It's like um, the Walton. Yeah, it's like a really nice patio. No, I haven't been it's, there. It's, it's it's really cool. It's on college. Uh, so if you're into kind of like nice drinks and really cool like 
you know, 30s jazz and kind of like very, very kind of like, um, you know, midnight in Paris, I suppose. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. So it's, that's why it's really good for date nights. Yeah, yeah. But uh, it's always, always a good time there. And, sure. and the people are really cool. And the, even the food's like really good. Um, hmm. What else? Uh, <laughs> uh, so for, for food, I would, I would probably say like, you know, there, there's Patondos, which I would, I will stand as the best pizza in the hood which is like interesting i've never been a, there either that's a big thing it's a big thing to say yeah in, in, in that neighborhood <laughs> uh but but uh you know there's a libretto opening up so you know that that's <laughs> uh-oh <laughs> yeah exactly. people probably hate that yeah uh well it's that it's actually interesting that space that they're opening up it used to be a seven which was kind of a, a napoleon style pizza and, right um but yeah i I've, i'm gonna throw go out on a limb here and say that that pizza is going to be the new the new hotness this year for toronto you got double d which is the new deep dish place in sure. leslieville like i think i think kind of different style pizzas are going to be the next well if we're talking pizza let me shout out a few spots yeah yeah, yeah please because um in the east end near uh i'm where, gonna where i where i rarely travel to i know <laughs> i know i know but i'm gonna you know, s- for anyone who's listening i'm gonna say if you're in the east end near the um oh Big ha- well, anyways, it's called Big House Pizza. It's where's Big House, Elise? My producer. <laughs> yeah, Don Lance. Yeah, Don Lance. So uh, if That's you're good producing, <laughs> yeah, Danforth and Don Lance, uh, Big House Pizza, and then there's actually a spot right down the street here, right at the corner called Oak Park Deli. This is like in the heart of the East End. If you're not even the heart, that fucking east end outskirts. If you're at the Woodbine Danforth area, I strongly, strongly, strongly suggest you try Oak, Oak Park Deli because I'm going to say it is the best pizza I've ever had. Oh, wow. Yep. All right. Well, how about we do like a home and home? I'll bring some Batondos. You can bring some East where we go oh. back, back, back to back. It should also be noted here, and this is a big thing, yeah. that I'm vegetarian. Oh, it's fine. So No, no, but I'm saying, so like when I say like, oh, this is a really good place for food, yeah. I can't count the meat thing. But there's another, a couple of really good places. Woodlot is amazing. I'm sure oh you... Oh, my God. Yeah, that's, right? my, that's like one of my favorite restaurants in the city. So good. Yeah. And like, especially for vegetarians, to have that as an option, they have like a different menu specifically for vegetarians. Yeah. Like, and it's all amazing. Okay, well, so what are your, some of your favorite spots? I mean, probably outside the hood, but maybe in the hood for um, live music. Well, some of the some of the spots uh, closed down recently. You know, uh, there've been a couple of uh, you know, so like the Soy Bomb, which always was like maybe I didn't really dig the music all that much, but I like the the cool atmosphere. Yeah, it was totally cool atmosphere. Like that yeah. was always uh, my old band played there, and like yeah, it's yeah. really amazing. Uh, just for convenience level, even if I don't really like the spot too much, Mod Club. I mean, it's right across right, right my there, house, yeah. so I always appreciate that. I've seen some good shows there. Oh, I mean, some amazing shows there. Yeah. but it's just you know. It's, it's not, it's not it's all the that virgin often, mobile mod club, yeah, right? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But um, uh, yeah, I don't know. You, you can't go wrong with the, the horseshoe. It gets a little bit hot, but there's like mm-hmm. one spot. Yeah. Uh, if you find it, there's like one really good where, spot where the air, where the air conditioning yeah. comes at you. On the left side. Yeah, there, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, unless as, as long as you're short, yeah. <laughs> that's good. If you're a tall man, do not do not come into that spot. You're going to piss off a lot of people. Yeah. But uh but yeah, for if you're a sweaty guy like myself, right. that's a good spot. I mean just just for shows, you can't really we can't really beat those two spots probably, at least in a, in the mid-sized style. Um I do really enjoy seeing shows at like un- unconventional venues. Right. Um I I would really like to think that there is a scene for house shows. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm sure there are. 
I don't really know. I mean, I hear about a few here and there, but like it's hard because of because of rent. I yeah. think you know, like how many how many people can afford a Strombo house where you can have bands play yeah like you can have like the cult play in your living room you know right without um, getting the cops called on yeah, you exactly so you have to have detached house like there's a lot of things but there are some pretty cool um shout out a couple like um like places where you can i guess arrange concerts okay. uh there's like um thing called oh, i think it's called little little concerts a little pocket I'll have to look it up. I'll, I'll send you like, but basically, like you can set up like a quartet to come and play in your living room. Oh shit! And that's that's pretty awesome. Uh, pocket pocket concerts, something along those lines. Okay, we'll put it in the notes anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, so and and I've I've seen uh, clap your hands, say yeah, play in like a loft. Um, I really like those shows. I know they're not typical venues, but to yeah. me, you know, one of the things that you get uh, really annoyed about in this business, if you see so many shows, is that. Um, you know, you'll hear a band come through town and it's just the same show. They say the same thing or they talk about like, oh, we went to dinner at this place or whatever. Like right. to have an original experience in music and especially at a time where the music industry maybe, um, you know, isn't at its best and, and can maybe kind of like musicians can afford to take a couple side gigs sure. and, and, and have that kind of original experience. Then they can charge a premium price for that. Yeah. Like I would definitely pay more to see a, a band I like in a small house, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. Like that's like I, like when I think back to that year, seeing the shows that I did at Strombo's house, like right, that's fantastic. Like how you know, yeah, that <laughs> it's sounds pretty, pretty crazy. You know, to see like the kills in in like a living room in Toronto sounds pretty goddamn good. Okay, well, being Shout a music, my CBC, uh, oh yeah, Radio Two cohort, he's uh, a Toronto mainstay at this point. That guy, yeah, I mean, we he probably got a lot of. A lot of coin off of uh, the CBC uh, or um, Talking Night in Canada. Yeah. Uh, you know. I, I can only imagine. Oh, so. God. Uh, <laughs> so being a music writer, I think I would be remiss to not ask you if uh, what you're listening to these days. We'll start. Let's start international. And then I'll ask you about about some Toronto stuff. But like, yeah, what are you listening to just in general? What are cool. some of your favorite records? Um. I mean, t- to be fair, a lot. Some of my favorite records are Toronto records. You right. Know? Like uh, when I walked in here, you were listening to one of them, which was uh, Four by Bad, Bad, Not Good. That was my album of the year last year. I really love that album. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's interesting. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of in that same boat. It's that's up there for me. I really love Pup. Yeah. Uh, they were just on the show, actually. Really? Yeah. Great guys and uh, cool dudes. Great music, man. We, my old band used to play with them when they were oh god what they, what they used to be called like Trop, Tropicalia or something like that what was their I don't know I don't know their their aliases I know that they used to be in some terrible ska band <laughs> I'm sure you you may have discussed that <coughs> oh yeah we considering, def- considering your own uh, yeah. past there we, we definitely discussed that and discussed uh, shows at the Big Bop slash Cathedral yeah man I think we played some shows you and I oh I absolutely <laughs> without question that was like the spot you know it's still have you been to the CB Yeah, I have. And they have that they sign. Have sign. Motherfuckers. <laughs> oh god. Um yeah, but okay, what what else are you listening to? Uh so I I'm trying to keep the uh guitar band thing alive. Yeah. I don't, you know, for whatever reason. Uh there's this band called Whitney which I I really dig. Mm-hmm. Um pretty relaxed vibe. Um yeah. kinda like like really you can listen. You can put it on the background. Yeah, I checked it out. It was pretty uh, good music to work to, I would say. 
That yeah. was that was that's kind of my thing these days. The whole Living. bad bad thing, I think. <laughs> well, just like having something that like I can listen to and enjoy, but isn't over. Like I can't. As much as I love Pup, I can't put that record on and just like do my work. Right. You know. If you can listen to it in the car though. Yeah. You know when you're. Oh, absolutely. You're, or just like, I mean, that's like my fun record. But when I need to get to work, I need something a little bit more mellowing, a little bit. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For so. sure. And that's yeah. Like the bad bad record is also really good because y- you can. It picks you up like you can you can work at a pretty good clip because yeah. it's got the hip hop beats and it's got like and you're you know jazz yeah say whatever you will about it but it does it does kind of let your mind go in some pretty pretty cool spots right and I feel like the Whitney record is another one of those that uh, you know is is helps you focus I guess is is the yeah. way I would put it yeah yeah uh, another band uh, Foxygen uh, which. They have they have had like a couple of years where they were kind of like a hip band, but mm-hmm. uh, one of the worst live bands I've ever seen. Really, uh, oh, they shit. played a show at Wrong Bar, I think, with Unknown Mortal Orchestra. Oh yeah, and no, n- like oh, but but you still love the record though. I love the record. Um, I forget what it was called, the 2011 record, twenty um, first century something something. Well, people uh, will Google it anyway. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's it, it really good. Um, they kind of sound like. On purpose, uh, they're really young. Uh, they kind of sound like um, the Rolling Stones and and uh, and uh, like bands of that style and, and recorded in that style. Sure. Um, you know, David Bowie and stuff like that. Um, and then last year they came back after they had like a meltdown at South by Southwest a couple of years ago. Oh shit! Um, same tour that I saw, and then they they came back and uh, they had like a backup singers and a horn section and it was one of the best shows i've ever seen wow which so I, they really turned it around yeah yeah that was at the mall club and that was so sweaty i i think i may have almost passed out nice uh but it was it was great um those i really like those stories where right. um where a band you know kind of almost either phones it in or is too high or too whatever and yeah they come back and put you know it's, yeah it's, really, really it's like nice an underdog vibe. thing yeah yeah for sure you know i'm i'm really feeling um Tribe Called Red mm-hmm. is a big one. Sure. I mean, we're, I think we're kind of... Name that number one album of uh, t- uh, 2016 at uh, CBC Music? Really? I think so. Oh, wow. Nice. Nice. Not uh, not uh, Moonshape Pool or something? Uh, Canadian. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, your, your tax dollars hard at work there. Yeah, coach. yeah. <laughs> I actually also really liked... Uh, I don't know what your feeling is on, on these guys or this album, but I really like Run the Jewels 3. Yeah, yeah. Nice uh, nice surprise drop yeah. on... Uh, barely 20, 2016, barely, <laughs> but uh, I guess it's squeaked in there. Yep. So, yeah. Any any other suggestions for us? Um, so, I think kind of uh, an offshoot of... Uh, of Foxygen, or I guess I think they were discovered by Foxygen, is this band called uh, the Lemon Twigs, who yeah. also same kind of vibe. I think they're two two twin brothers, maybe just brothers. Mm-hmm. And that li- they look like they came out of like the Virgin Suicides, and they make music accordingly. You know, it's kind of like oh, interesting of that vibe. Uh, not the Air soundtrack, more of the like the like seventies yeah. kind of like uh, yacht rock kind of vibe. Cool. All right. Well, if you haven't heard of these bands and i will be honest with you i haven't heard of all of them <laughs> uh fucking let's check them out together mm. you know you heard it straight from uh straight from the writer's mouth the music writer's mouth okay well uh before we wrap up here is there any other toronto hot spots or any music or anything else you want to suggest to anybody before before i let you go well i want to keep something to myself 
Oh yeah, you know you don't want to get too crowded up in your, up in your joints. Got to keep the uh, hip places hip, or will, else it'll turn into like cold tea or something. To to the previous thing, the 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 Vitondo shout out. What you really want to get is yeah. is a is a Panzer Panzerati. Yeah, um, they do it. It it it's just like just a bunch of cheese. Yeah, with like like a, a sousant, a little a little <laughs> a little, little bit of uh, tomato. Like just for the taste, yeah, and then like like what feels like a deep fried donut dough, like all oh. packed. It's oh, it yeah. is you don't plan to do anything afterwards. Do they do a meat version? They do. So you can order it, uh, you know, as as a what, what we call a freshie, mm-hmm. uh, or you can have what we in the biz call an oldie moldy, which is the, the, the just <laughs> the, just the cheese ones that they have on the uh, the, the, the heater there. Uh, but that is that's that's the shit. Oh shit! You're making me hungry, man. Yeah, man. Well, okay. Actually, I got one more question for you because I kind of discussed this with Pup. Um, are you a record guy? Yeah. Yeah. What What are some of your favorite music stories in the city? I feel like being a music writer, you got to know some. So I, I, some again, places. I'm just gonna keep it local. Uh, soundscapes. Soundscapes. Yeah. I mean. No love for what else is around there? June. <laughs> no love for June records. I mean, I like the idea of June. Yeah. I feel it's a little bit overpriced, personally. Yeah, that's um, what that's what I heard. Although. Although I'm gonna shout out June because um, they, I've been to a bunch of record stores in the last couple of weeks, and they have Run the Jewels three for two dollars <laughs> cheaper than anywhere else. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. Maybe but, I gotta reconsider. But I hear you though, because you know it kind of varies from place to place. Yeah, I will say that like generally when I go to Soundscapes, I'll I tend to buy books, right? Um, or or something a little more like like DVDs or and their record selection is is. Uh, you know, kind of specific and, and a little a little small, but which is, I mean, they got an arts and crafts section though, so I can't complain. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, they uh, and and also like they 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 feel a bit like a throwback to the times where like the the people that work there like you know really really are intense about music and will like right. tell you about that, and I and I. I appreciate that as a as a person who is happy to talk about music for a while. And you can tell the store was built when the CD still rained. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. I would say that it probably has the greatest compact disc collection <laughs> in the city. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah. like music stores these days don't really have that many CDs, and they have not only do they have CDs, but like the most obscure CDs. That's where you. That's where you're gonna get the obscure CDs, which is a funny thing to say. Yeah, like, that's a funny thing to come out of my mouth. But uh, but yeah, that's where you're gonna get your you know like um, African folk. Right. Your, uh, I have my my future brother-in-law is an ethnomusicologist, and so oh, when, I, when I went to uh, um, and he played with New Fries yesterday. By the way, he played saxophone with oh, New Fries. Oh, cool! So shout out New Fries, shout out Buzz Records. Oh, that's who I want to shout. Out. I want to shout out Weaves. That band is amazing. There you go, guys. I feel like we're packing in a lot of suggestions here, and it's. It's perfect. This is if, you, if you like like yeah yeah yeahs, do you know Weaves? Have you, have no. You heard them? So if you like like yeah yeah yeahs, but like even more like spastic, artsy kind of vibe, uh, definitely Weaves. Toronto and, based. And, yeah, Toronto based. Yeah yeah yeah. Um, all on Buzz Records, which obviously also has Dilly Dally, mm-hmm. New Fries. I think they I think New Fries are on there. But anyway, so so getting back to my original story. Yeah. Um, so he was he's an ethnomusicologist. I had to find something for him for Christmas this year. So right. that's where I went. I picked up this like um you know, rare uh Molly folk uh book that's out of print, you know? Just yeah. kinda like that's that's where I would get it. You know? Yeah, that's definitely the spot for all things music, not just records or CDs, but books and 
all the weird shit that you don't find at, at other stores for sure. So yeah, so shout out, shout out local, but June too. Uh, yeah. I also have to shout out a store that I feel like I just found out about it, so I feel like it doesn't get enough credit, but there's a, a place in, I guess, Roncesville maybe, called uh, Tonality. Which I'm in love with. If you haven't, I love this. I'm gonna bring the West. You're just gonna just gonna drag it back east. I love it. No, Roncesville, man. Oh, Roncesville. Sorry, I don't know, for some reason I heard Leslieville. Yeah, no, no, Roncesville. Maybe I should enunciate a little bit better. But yeah, you gotta you gotta you gotta check that place out. What's it called? Uh, Tonality. Tonality. All right. They they divide in such specific subgenres that it's like ridiculous. So they have like a a twee section and like an emo section and like a post hardcore section and all these like everything is just like Is it is it run by one of the guys from Billy Talent? I know I know the lead singer has has like a store in Ronsi. I just don't know. I don't know. It might be. I really liked it though. Um but yeah. If you want to bring it back east then the the cops there's a cops right right down the street there. <laughs> That's pretty damn sweet. The cops warehouse. So I think if we could take anything away from this, it's that you and I both enjoy not leaving our neighborhoods <laughs> yeah, that much. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, maybe next time we got to do this at your place. I'll bring some pizza. You get some pizza, like you said, and we'll we'll have we'll have a pizza My fucking man, let's showdown. Do let's do it. We can play our old albums. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll listen to some Holding Sky. You can listen to some Leaders and Dreamers. Well, you know what? So I'm I keep mentioning that I've got this other podcast called You Gotta Love It. And maybe we just do a pizza and record shootout. We'll, we'll talk about both pizza places and we'll talk about Leaders and Dreamers. We'll talk about Holding Sky and we'll just get into it. I love it. All right, guys. Uh, until next time, keep, no, keep loving it. That's, that's you got to love it. Uh, <laughs> keep on bunsing? I don't even know. I like keep on bunsing. Buns away. Yeah, buns away, guys. Oh, I like that even better. Buns away. You heard it here first. Music this week comes by way of, I don't know who sent it to me, but I'll tell you right now, the band is called Six at Best, and the song is called Simple. If you want to check them out, they are on Spotify, um, they are on iTunes, they are on Google Play, and they are on SoundCloud, and it's soundcloud.com slash six dash at dash best um google play itunes and spotify just search six at best uh spelt out s-i-x anyway take it easy guys (laughs) 